Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 52nd episode of What the Wealth. I'm your host, Jonathan Bedner, and this episode or this podcast is to help you go from financial confusion to financial confidence. I'm a certified financial planner. Today, we're going to talk about the market, some of the turbulence we've seen this year, and how to kind of shape your mindset and perspective around you know, the market and its ebbs and flows, and then also maybe a planning strategy to think about. So we're going to start off talking about loss aversion. There was a study several decades ago that studied loss aversion, and the study was was identified by Amos Tversky and Daniel Kahneman. And I may have pronounced those wrong. I apologize if I did. But the study suggested that losses are twice as painful psychologically as gains are positive. And so what we see in, in market declines when, you know, like we, like we've seen this year, the market's down, you know, give or take 10% at this point. And it, it can start to really kind of wear on you. Am I doing the right thing? Am I investing in the right thing? You know, why don't I just throw my hands up? And it can be, it can be frustrating to see, you know, really hard earned money that you have saved and you've diligently and diligently invested, you know, just seem to go down and down and down and down. And we saw this in 2020, we saw a little blip in 2018. And, and actually this happens quite frequently, but in the midst of one of these, it, it's just, it's just really painful. So I'm going to talk about Another study, and this study goes back to 1999, and I want to I want to emphasize what a huge difference just a few days can make. So going back to 1999, if you invested one million dollars in the S and P 500, you would have five million nine hundred eighty thousand dollars at the end of 2021. Now, this is done. This is information I, I got from Keep Calm and Remain Diversified, and they and they source this information from, from FactSet, which is a data prof- provider. So if you invested a million dollars in 1999, 2021, you would have $5.9 million. Now, you can't direct directly invest into the S&P 500. You can invest in close. There's some investments that mimic it very, very closely with very low fees, but you can't actually invest directly into the index. So I just want to make sure that I I make that all important disclosure. But that is a six times return on your initial investment. I think that is really fascinating to think about. Now, let's think about just some of the bad things that have come and, and come and happened over the last two decades. And, and this is not, this is not all inclusive. This is just things that I'm, you know, thinking of up the top of top of my head. We had a tech bubble burst 
in the late 90s, early 2000s. We had 9-11 attacks. We had the great financial crisis of 2008. We had taper tantrum. We've had Ebola, Zika, SARS, Brexit, trade wars, and we're still in the middle, who knows where we are really, with COVID-19. So that's a lot of spooky stuff to think about that's happened in that 20-year time period. But those are just a few of the major headlines. There's many more. And and when we think about that, how could all of these bad things happen over the last two decades and the market still have performed the way it did? It's pretty interesting to think about. But it's, it's not easy always to just do nothing. And sometimes that's the best course of action when you're investing is to sit back, don't make any move at all. And just let your investments ride the ride the wave, ride the course. And it can be very, very difficult. This research that I got from Keep Calm and Remain Diversified, which they got from FactSet, said that in the last 20 years, if you missed the 25 days, the best 25 days of market during those volatile periods. And I'll remind you that usually some of the best days comes after the worst days. So if you miss the 25 best days of market during those volatile periods, then your return would be 1,291,250. So you went from having, you know, 5.9 million to 1.29. So only a $291,000 more than your initial investment. That is a huge difference from a $4.9 million difference uh, or, or profit. So 25 days can make a tremendous difference in the outcome of your investments. And this is all behavior. It's psychology. And again, it's not easy to to sit there and watch your account go down and down and down and down. But it's important to kind of put this in perspective. And when what a quick, you know, emotional, I'm going to protect myself thought, you know, it's like fight or flight. I got to make some, I got to do something to protect what we're doing, protect my portfolio, protect my my, my, my family, my financial plan. And so you, you make a decision to sell out and that becomes costly. So if we sit here and we look at this best 25 days over that two, two decade time frame, is a substantial difference in returns. So I think that's, you know, really something to kind of sit back and think of. And I think some of the ways that we can really try to help keep us grounded is, you know, remind us of what our fundamental investment policy statement is. Why are we investing? What are our core values? What are our dreams? Those things, if we remind us of ourselves of those three questions, I think that's what helps us be confident in our retirement. Let's us ride out this storm and let's us look for better days. Again, usually some of the best days come in the midst of this turmoil. We'll go back to last Thursday on February 24th. If you recall, this is the day that Russia invaded Ukraine. And when the U.S. stock market opened that day, 
you had the Dow down 800 points. You had the NASDAQ down around 300 points. I don't remember the exact amount, but it was around, it was down around 300 points to open the day. So the NASDAQ was down, you know, about 3% or more than 3% to start the trading day. And it makes sense. We're, we've got a huge market and geopolitical situation on our hands with, you know, one country trying to, you know, take over the sovereign state of another country. And it's, it's felt through the entire world. What was interesting was by the end of the day, the S&P 500 was up one and a half percent. The NASDAQ was up 3.3%. And the Dow Jones was up a quarter of a percent. So we went from huge losses at the open. And then as the day progressed, we ended up having a really, the Dow was mostly flat, but it still was positive after, you know, being down two or two and a half percent to the S&P and the NASDAQ, both having really good days. And so if you were someone that actually sold on the open versus just letting this thing play out, you, you might've made a five or 6% mistake in your portfolio. So it's just important to kind of sit back, zoom out, understand the perspective about, you know, your investment, why you're investing, what are your core values, what are your dreams that will help you through these difficult and turbulent times. Now, let me talk about a a planning strategy that could potentially be used, and that is Roth conversions. So if you have an IRA account or retirement account, when you take money out of that, it's going to be taxed as ordinary income because the money's never been taxed before. So once you make a withdrawal out of that account, you're going to pay ordinary income tax on that money, and then it's yours to spend as you wish. But if you don't need the money now, and you're still letting this money grow for long term, then it might be advantageous to actually convert that money while it's depressed, while, the, while it's lower than it was. So like in this case, if the market's down roughly 10%, then maybe you could convert your account from the IRA to a Roth account. You'll pay less taxes because the account balance is down 10%. Now, if you're using some individual stocks or some other, you know, mutual funds or ETFs or something like that, then then your your position may be down even more than that 10%. But what you could do is you could use times like this to convert your money from from the IRA into the Roth IRA, which is going to get the money into a position that will then start growing tax-free from now on. And there's some huge benefits in that around Medicare getting getting that money out of the Irma test kind of kind of also taking that money out of future tax brackets where you know we have no idea where those are going to be so it's kind of the case of the devil you know versus the devil you don't know so if you're if you have a long-term investment strategy you're not needing immediate income out of your retirement account now then you may want to consider in times of down you know in times of these downturns converting some of your IRA money or 401k money to a Roth IRA 
if if it makes sense for you. And that's something that, you know, you're going to want to consult your financial advisor, your CPA, your tax advisor on just to make sure that it makes sense for you. This is not, you know, personal advice for 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 you the listener. I don't I don't know you and I don't, you know, I'm not making specific recommendations for you. I'm just thinking really out loud about, you know, how do you turn a, a negative, a bad thing into a positive thing? And I think that's one to to potentially think about and see if it makes sense for you. So that's what I have today on the 52nd episode of What the Wealth. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, you know, subscribe. These come out every two weeks. I look forward to, to having you uh, listen to more. And thanks for, thanks for your time today. Have a great day. Create the life you love. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. The information of this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.